Hello, and welcome to Unlock Your Vitality with Magalie on a Journey. I'm your host, Magalie Matthew. Here we cover all things vitality, that is living full of energy. From gut health to spirituality, nutrition to movement, we peel back the layers and unlock ways to heal and feel our best selves, one conscious habit at a time. Stick around, let's dive on in. I'm so excited you're here. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of this show. This week, we are doing our little part three of this Wellbeing 101 series, and we're focusing on the soul. So this is the third part of a three-part series. If you haven't heard the mind or the body, then feel free to listen to this one and then go to the next ones or pause the episode and go back to last week or the week befores and yeah, be able to really tune into having this experience of connecting to your mind, body, and soul, which is really what I preach throughout my Vitalize course to my one-on-one clients, what I live through my Reiki practice. It is truly that we are whole beings And that in order to look at somebody holistically and to be able to fully help them in these three ways, we need to be able to connect to those different parts. And so I'm really excited today to touch on the soul, which I think is probably the one that is the least clear for people. I think when you ask people to connect to their mind or their body, it's things that are easier and in which our society, whether it's body from the way it looks or the way it feels, and then the mind in terms of working and I feel like meditation and these things are a lot more talked about nowadays. When we think of the soul and really connecting to that, I think it's not as clear for people. So I'm excited to, yeah, get into this episode. I wanted to let you know that we are currently at week four of my Vitalize program. It's my group coaching program, which is honestly, it's the first cohort and it's going even better than what I could imagine. It's just such a beautiful group of women who are really, yeah, understanding little by little the different pains that their customers are having and truly connecting their solution to that, connecting to their why we're going to be getting into imposter syndrome and all these different things. And it's been such a beautiful journey and a beautiful experience. So I'm really grateful. And we're going to be launching the waitlist for the next cohort. So if you are interested in getting on that waitlist to be the first to find out when the next cohort is released and to get the only discount that will happen as it launches, then click the link in the show notes so that you can join it. And yeah, without further ado, let's get into this episode. So we're talking today all about connecting to our soul. Let's take a few breaths, making sure that you're not driving. I mean, if you are driving, just don't close your eyes, but closing your eyes and 
If you're seated on a chair, just make sure your feet are on the ground and then inhaling through your nose, letting it go through your mouth. One more just like that. Letting it go. Beautiful. So maybe keeping your eyes closed for a moment, asking yourself, when is the last time you really felt connected to your soul? To that innate deep feeling within, that inner knowing, that intuition, your higher self. What did that feel like? And if it feels like it's been a really long time that we might not even remember what it feels like, there is no judgment, just acknowledging and becoming aware of that. And opening your eyes if they're not open already. I would love to share with you just the different ways that have really helped me connect more than connecting, feeding my soul. The first one is nature, Pachamama. Spending time connecting to nature. Just this last Saturday, I was feeling really, really tired and I had this craving. It's been actually raining quite a bit since the beginning of the year in the Bay Area. And it was sunny when I woke up and I was craving just sitting And no, it was Sunday. Yeah, Sunday morning. Just sitting on my balcony, reading a book. And I'm actually getting more into astrology, which is another way in which we can see that the mind, body, and soul are connected because technically this is working with the mind and learning. And this continuous learning is something that I talked about in the first episode. And it links back with how much that feeds my soul to continue to learn. And especially in something like astrology, which is so much of self-growth and self-learning. And just sitting out there on the balcony, the birds were like going crazy. I think probably because they too were so excited that the sun was shining after quite a few weeks of rain. And it was so magical. And then I was like, the sun was really strong. So I was out there and tanning and just taking it all in and watching our plants and taking care of them and looking at the trees outside. And then I got to go on a little hike and just for me, connecting to Pachamama or Mother Nature is a way that my nervous system just immediately calms down. It's truly, truly, truly magical. Yeah, maybe notice if next time you can be in nature, if you can be fully immersed, taking the time to use your senses. So what does the area smell like where you are? Can you feel and touch? Is there water that you can put your hands in natural water? What do you hear? What do you see? What are you connecting with? I love this practice of beauty hunting, which is just looking for beautiful things as you're walking. And even if you're walking on the same path again and again and again, if you've got a routine of like walking in the morning or whatever it is, 
noticing different things. Maybe there's new flowers and depending on the season, what's coming out, it is such a beautiful practice. But so the first one is nature. And that will honestly always be my, like if there's a need to connect deeper, it's always going to be my go-to. The next one is spending time with friends and family. This is something that nourishes me so deeply. Mm. And so I've incorporated, I've talked about this before, how 2023 was really the year of building deeper friendships and nourishing my community in the Bay Area and feeling like it's so strong and I have so many beautiful friends and people around me and I feel so grateful for that. And I actually today just spent a few hours with a friend who recently had a newborn and just brought them lunch and spent time together. And it was such a magical time to yeah, be able to be there for a friend in such a special moment in their lives. And it just felt so beautiful and so good to share in this way. And just laughter within friends, or if there are tears, tears. And that can also be if, you know, your friends are not local through phone call. I have many of my closest friends who don't live here. And so sometimes a walk and a chat just feels like they're here and it recharges my soul so, so deeply. And then spending time with family, I got really lucky that I got to end and start the year with a ton of family time, spending time with my nieces and nephews is always just a way that I feel recharged. And I think already with these first two examples, I can see that a theme that is connecting both of them is something that I also spoke about in the mind episode, but it is removing technology because when I'm really immersed in time with friends and family or with nature, I forget about my phone actually so much that today, (laughs) which I cannot believe I did this because we live in the Bay area and people break into cars all the time but I forgot my phone in my car. I use it as a GPS. And as I was arriving, my friend was out there. And so we'd like said hi to each other right away. And then I just totally forgot to grab it. And obviously there was a newborn. And so there was a few times where I was like looking for my phone to take a photo and I just didn't think about it and, or I couldn't find it. And I was like, oh, whatever, it doesn't matter. And then got in my car and saw it there. And it was just so beautiful to just completely forget about this thing for like three hours. And I think that what nature or the presence of friends and family does in removing technology is it's not just the fact of removing technology, but it's really this beautiful connection with presence. And it goes back to just being really in the moment and feeling immersed in the moment. And that is truly, I believe, what makes us happy. I think time never changes, but then sometimes we feel like it's going slow. Sometimes we feel like it's going fast. And the factor that changes that is just how we are within that time and what we are doing in in that moment. And so, yeah, I'm going to talk about a few more things that I'm adding in, but just a reminder to Turn that phone off is such a beautiful way of connecting. 
The next one is having some sort of faith or spirituality and having that as a practice. For me, I think the two ways in which I connect to that is really through yoga and through Reiki. So being on my mat, and it's something that I'm doing a little challenge for myself just because I felt a little disconnected lately. And so I have challenged myself to start every day on my mat on my balcony and it's only day two, but it's just really helping me to connect to myself and to also my body and to how I feel and bringing in some sort of movement Yeah, it's felt really like a beautiful practice and something that I want to keep going. And in terms of the spiritual aspect, I have a deep intention setting practice. And so sometimes there is an intention that I work on, like just every time I'm on the mat, I might do that for a few months or sometimes like how it is lately because I'm really wanting to connect to my intuition. I'm just seeing what it is that I need in that moment. So that's starting with taking a few breaths and just connecting with how I am in my body and then realizing the things that I'm in need of and then being able to respond to that and in a way like change that. And it's been a really, really beautiful an amazing experience and just being able to connect to really what it is that I need and then give myself that through this intention setting practice. So it might literally just be, I am connected to myself. Before going into Reiki, the other big practice that is insanely grateful, and I think I spoke about it in the mind as well, but it's gratitude and practicing gratitude. And I guess maybe I'm starting to see how much the big links between mindset and when I'm too much in the mind that I'm not at all or that I'm not enough connecting to the flow and the feminine energy, which is really for me what the soul represents. And so, yeah, just practicing. We've started with my hubby. I just asked like, well, what are the things that you were grateful for today? And we're just exchanging that with each other in the evening before bed. And I find it to be such a beautiful, we'll see if this is something that we make into a routine or not, but I find it to be such a beautiful thing to be able to share those words out loud. Yeah. And then Reiki for me has been a truly magical practice. I think there is one aspect of it that is being of service and giving back and like truly holding space for somebody and being able to just reignite that flame within someone or maybe, I mean, obviously giving them whatever they're in need of. And it's not me that does that. It's the Reiki energy, but the presence of being with Reiki is such a magical way of feeling like this oneness. I think for me, spirituality is also this idea that we are, yeah, all one. And in Reiki, it's really easy to feel that. It's really when I'm in the presence or giving Reiki, it's really easy to connect to that feeling. 
And I think it's also the feeling that, you know, of this higher power of the fact that we're not in control, the idea that we want to trust and that regardless of what happens to us, everything will be okay. And that we know that we can connect and believe and yeah, have faith for where it is that we want to go and where it is that we're meant to go because we truly are not in control. I think another way that I can really see, just like I talked about technology, and I guess what I didn't mention is I see myself when I'm a lot connected and feeling like I have to be. That's when I have just this natural realization that I am not connected. And this is when I know that I need to kind of turn it off. And similarly to when I'm feeling like I'm controlling and when I'm seeing that I'm controlling, like even small day-to-day things within my household or whatever it might be, I can truly see that there is a need for me to connect again and to be like, right, I'm not in control and it's okay. And to go back to trusting. Also, control can really help us understand the things that maybe we've been afraid of or I think it can teach us a lot about what we are not wanting to see and feeling connected to our soul can be just a beautiful way to live more intuitively. Another thing that I love as a practice is to use angel cards or yeah, just these different card decks to be able to connect with each other or with, sorry, our soul. And I have used angel cards forever. There's this one deck that I absolutely love that has been with me and that is just so beautiful. And sometimes I rotate them in and out, but it's been a beautiful practice of when I am a little bit in control, being like, oh, wait, let me take a step back. Another practice that I absolutely love as I'm like looking at them right now is connection through my crystals. And I used to be very, very connected. There was a part of my journey in my life where I really think that crystals like saved me and helped me connect in a way that when I just really wasn't doing so well. And today I have a lot of them around me and I love to depending on what's going on and if I'm meditating and taking a few or rotating them in my altars. But yeah, just connecting to that energy. And I also think it's a great way to connect to your intuition, like going into a crystal shop and just seeing which ones you're feeling connected towards and holding. And then, you know, looking at the different meanings of them or asking for a question and seeking guidance and seeing if you're feeling called to one or another. And then there is also simple things that for me help me connect to my soul, which are like making flower bouquets every week. It's a practice that I do every single week and it just makes me so happy and it brings in life and vibrancy in my home. Another thing is just like cleaning and tending to the home and taking care of what we are eating, which that also obviously connects with the body, but like, what am I nourishing myself and what am I nourishing my soul with? Again, am I like every night after work feeling ugh so tired that I just turn on the computer or turn on a show or a podcast and like I don't want to 
see and connect to other things? Or am I able to like turn things off and yeah, connect to myself? And I fell a little bit in a rut the last few weeks and very like in a way numbing again. And for me, the way that I see that is through eating a lot of sugar and watching a lot of shows. Like if I'm in a bit of a binging mode for those two factors, it's often a sign. And there's times for that, right? There's times to just be like, okay, I'm just going to give myself that for a little bit. And then there's also a realization of like, okay, I'm feeling a certain way and I'm acting a certain way. And actually those actions are not helping me feel more connected and feel better. And so let me do them for a moment in time if I need to, and then be able to turn the page and yeah, just feel better by doing the things that truly feed my soul. So those are some of the things, nature, connecting to spirituality or any kind of faith through getting on a yoga mat or meditating, or maybe doing a Reiki practice. Even movement, just generally movement helps me connect to my soul. And then spending time with friends and family is such a key one. Doing angel cards and crystals, tending to my home. Those are some of the simple things that truly help me connect to my soul. I'm curious, tell me on Instagram, what are the ones that you feel most connected to? DM me. And I hope you loved this three-part series. It's really been a pleasure to create it with you. And next week, we'll be back with guest episodes, which I cannot wait for you guys to hear this season's guests. They are truly amazing. If you are enjoying this podcast, feel free to rate and review. It goes a really, really long way. Or if you think that this podcast, this episode of the show could speak to anybody, feel free to just send them and share it their way and see how you guys can connect together over these beautiful episodes. I truly pour them from the heart. And so if you have a moment or two to rate and review, it means the world. Thank you so much, guys, and see you next week. Bye.